Well, you may be seated. Praise God. We're going to, I'm sure at the end of this message, we'll be praising the Lord some more. Uh, I want to talk to you tonight about the greatest anointing of all. The greatest anointing of all is the corporate anointing. In 2 Chronicles chapter 5, as we look at verses 11 through 14, we see different types and shadows in the old covenant, and we glean so much over here in the new. But this is where the temple of God was dedicated. So, Father, we thank you tonight for speaking to us through the word, by the spirit of the living God. Thank you, Father, for the words of God going deep into our hearts and changing us. Amen? Amen. Second Chronicles five eleven through 14 says, It came to pass when the priests were come out of the holy place. Now, all of us here tonight are king and priest unto God. For all the priests that were present were sanctified and did not wait by course. Also the Levites, which were the singers, all of them of Asaph, Heman, Judithon, with their sons and their brethren, being arrayed in white linen, having cymbals and psalteries and harps, stood at the east end of the altar, and with them a 120 priests sounding with trumpets. It was quite a scene, wasn't it? Yeah. And it came to pass, as the trumpeters and singers were as one, one voice unto the Lord. They were united. This was a corporate anointing. To make one sound to be heard in praising and thanking the Lord. And when they lifted up their voice with the trumpets and cymbals and instruments of music and praised the Lord saying, let's say it together, for he is good and his mercy endureth forever. One more time. For he is good and his mercy endureth forever. Now notice what happened. They were all in one accord. There was a corporate unction on them. And as they said that, then the house was filled with a cloud, even the house of the Lord, so that the priest could not stand to minister by reason of the glory cloud, for the glory of the Lord had filled the house of God. And so we see when this temple was dedicated, the building was filled with a literal cloud. The cloud was the glory of God. And as a student of the Word of God, if you look in the Old Testament, you will see that the glory of the Lord appeared often and filled the house as they were praising. Now bear in mind this, that Jesus was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father. And the same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. He is the Spirit of God, and He is the Spirit of glory. We call it the anointing. We have an unction from the Holy One, and we know all things. The anointing of God abides within us, even at the new birth. And when the Spirit of God comes into our life, He's our teacher, He's our guide, He's our strengthener, He's our helper, He's our sanctifier. He is the third person of the Godhead sent to help us and to lead us and to guide us. Amen? Amen. So thank God for the anointing within, but also we praise God for the infilling, the baptism and the Holy Ghost, for the anointing upon us all. Amen. Amen. Jesus said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. What he was saying, the Spirit of glory, the glory of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. Amen. Now understand this, that the temple of God in the Old Testament was a man-made building. 
But thank God, he no longer dwells in earth-made or man-made buildings. He dwells in us. Hebrews chapter 3 and verse 6 tells us very clearly the difference between the house and the old and the house and the new. But Christ as a son over his own house. Did you know that you're the house of God? Whose house we are if we hold fast the confession and the rejoicing of our hope firm unto the end. And so the whole church collectively is God's temple. In 1 Timothy 3.15 it says, But if I tarry long that thou mayest know how to behave thyself in the house of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and ground of the truth. He's not talking about a building here. He's talking about the church. The church of the living God is the house of God. Paul addressing the church at Corinth said it like this, Don't you know? That you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you. Say this with me. The Spirit of God lives on the inside of me. Now, let's slow down just for a moment and look at that same verse, 1 Corinthians 3.16 in the Amplified Version where it says, Do you not discern and understand? So the Apostle Paul wanted them to get this, and the Spirit of the Lord wants us to get this, wants us to know this. Do you not discern and understand that you, the whole church at Hayward, you are God's temple. You are His sanctuary. And that God's Spirit has His permanent dwelling in you. Now notice this. To be at home in you collectively as a church and also individually. Woo, hallelujah. We have the individual anointing of the Spirit of God on the inside of us. But we have the corporate anointing of the Spirit of God which is upon all of us. Oh, raise your hand and say, thank God, thank God. for the corporate anointing. So we see that there's an individual anointing within us. Because the Spirit, the anointing is in us, but then there's also this corporate anointing. And so we are conscious tonight of His presence. When we walked into this room and we started praising God and raising a hallelujah, someone on the inside began to manifest on the outside. We have the Spirit within, but we also have the Spirit upon us. Amen? And praise and worship accommodates the corporate anointing. Amen. Again now, the singers and the instrument players became as one. They became as one. And that is the goal here at Heart of the Bay. That when we come together, we don't text. We don't look at what somebody else is wearing. That we are all in. We're in Christ. We're in the kingdom. We're in praise and we're in worship. And together we make up a temple collectively of the Holy Ghost. And when that happens, there shall no good thing be withheld from us. For we lift our voice and we lift our hands and we worship the King. Amen. Say it with me, for the Lord is good. And His mercy endures forever. Amen. That same cloud that came in on that day of dedication of the temple, that cloud comes in here regularly. Especially when people don't play church. 
especially when people are serious about getting the garment of praise on and keeping the garment of praise on. When people are serious about attending to the Spirit of God on the inside of them in fellowship and in communion with Him all week long, when you come together, it just is instant. And so there's something about the corporate body praising God that brings forth the manifestation of His glory. Amen? And it's not up to the assistant pastor and it's not up to the music director to pump everybody up. We are done already be pumped up. We done already be stirred up. Ready to go. Amen. And so I believe God wants us to, to learn something about the full manifestation of what he has for us. The corporate anointing, my friends, is much greater than the individual anointing. Thank God for being able to pray individually and pray in the Spirit and build your own spirit up on your most holy faith. But oh, thank God, when we come together in the spirit of faith, in the spirit of prayer, that corporate anointing gets so strong. They experienced this morning with ten ladies in a prayer meeting. It was powerful. Hallelujah. I recommend corporate prayer. I recommend united prayer. Amen? Now notice, in Acts chapter 2... Verse 46 and 47. And they, over here in the New Testament, we see some scriptures that will run parallel with the Old Testament that will help us. It says, And they continued with one accord in the temple. They broke bread from house to house. We don't have any problem with that. They did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart. What else did they do? Praise God. Praise God and have in favor with all the people and the Lord subtracted from them every day. No, and the Lord added. You know God's into addition. He's into multiplication. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. I want you to notice three things about these verses of Scripture. Number one, everyone say they were in one accord. Secondly, they were glad. This is what this was not a sad bunch. This was a glad bunch. Amen? This was a bunch that was glad. Glad to be saved. Glad to be alive. Glad to be going from house to house. Amen? Not only that, and thirdly, they were praising God. How about about 15, 20 seconds of praise right now? Glory. Glory to God. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Now in Acts chapter 4, Peter and John were commanded to preach and teach no more. Can you imagine telling Peter and John to shut up after what they'd seen? It'd be like telling Brother Amaral to shut up after all the Lord's done for him. Or Brother Nicolopoulos over there, that he can't open his mouth and praise God. No, Peter and John were not about to shut up. They were not about to be shut down. You can't shut down what God's opened up. You can't shut down a church that's got an open heaven over it. You cannot do it, will not do it, and it never will happen. 
Acts 4, 23 and 24, and being let go. They went to their own company. You know, your own company is a good place to be. When you're going through a test, you need to have some prayer people. You need to have some corporate buddies, some faith buddies. They went to their own company, reported all that the chief priests and elders had said unto them. And when they heard that, they got all bummed out, went to their house and into their tent and cried. No, thank God they didn't do that. What did they do? They lifted up their voice to God. Now notice here it is, with one accord. In unity and harmony with a corporate grace and a corporate anointing upon them and said, Lord, you are God. You've made heaven and earth and the sea and all that in them is. See, the effects of this praise was far reaching. They were so in unity and so in one accord together with one voice they said lord you are god they were magnifying the lord their god and if you look at what happened in verse 31 the bible says and when they had played prayed the place was shaken where they were assembled together oh come on somebody this was not an earthquake this was a holy ghost move The very place was shaken. The building was shaken. The people were shaken. And when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled, they were assembled, they were in one accord, was shaken. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And they spake the Word of God with boldness. Hallelujah. Not just the people shaken. The place was shaken. The very house shook. Here's what Dad Hagen said about it. He said, some people get excited because the Holy Spirit moves on people and they shake sometimes. Or even fall under the power. But wait until the building starts shaking. Glory to God. Building shaken. Cancer removing, debt removal, corporate anointing, removing burdens, destroying yokes. I shall be anointed with fresh oil. This church shall be anointed with fresh oil. Amen. Think about Paul and Silas for a minute or two. Paul and Silas had been beaten, their backs were bleeding. They were thrust into the innermost prison. Their feet were in stocks. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed. But they didn't just pray. They added some praise to their prayers. You see, some people are praying and praying and praying. And we need to be praying and praying and praying. But we need to be adding some praising and praising and praising. Along with our praying and praying and praying. And when we do, God will send an earthquake. Acts 16, 25. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and they sang praises to God and the prisoners heard them. Whoo, hallelujah. They sang praises unto God and they weren't doing a silent prayer. They weren't doing an anonymous prayer. They were doing it out loud. Why do we know that? Because everyone in the prison heard them. Here's what happened. 
In Psalm 22, 3, the Bible says that God inhabits the praises of his people. He's the same God now as he was then. He has not changed one iota. God came down and inhabited the praises of Paul and Silas and shook that old jail until every, glory to God, every door flew open and the stocks fell off their feet. Ten seconds of praise. Come on. Glory. We raise a hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Glory, 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 glory. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. And suddenly there was a great earthquake. So that the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's bands were loosed. This came as a result of them being in unity and in one accord and praying and praising. There came a shaking. There came a sudden. There came an immediately. We are living in the days of the suddenlies. We are living in the days of the immediatelys. To where when something was wrong, God turns it around and it becomes right. Oh, glory. Suddenly. Suddenly, 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 suddenly the whole congregation begins to dance in the Holy Ghost just at once. Suddenly, sound from heaven, Woo! as of a rushing mighty wind. Glory. Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory. <laughs> Amen. Glory. Glory. Hallelujah. Suddenly. Suddenly. Suddenly everyone's bands were loose. Suddenly. Suddenly every bit of cancer left. Suddenly, all arthritis ran out the door. Woo! Hallelujah. <laughs> we are in. We are in. We are in the season of suddenlies. Hallelujah. Suddenly, suddenly, this whole church will be turned into another man. This whole place won't be able to be recognized. For the glory of the Lord fills the house. Hey. Hallelujah. Remember this. That is the anointing. It is, it is the anointing that destroys the yoke. It is the anointing that removes the burdens. I just said all these things tonight 
to get you stirred up a little bit. We're going to praise God a little bit more tonight. I don't have a long word, but I've got a good word. I've got a God word. Amen. Now just fasten your seatbelt. Hold just a minute. Glory to God. You know, if the children of Israel, and you, if you read the book of Psalms, and we're going to go through a few of them. If you read the book of Psalms, you'll notice that the book of Psalms was Israel's prayer and song book. And I'm telling you, if they could praise him under the old, how much more should we praise him in the new? For example, Psalms 108 verses 1 through 3. Oh God, my heart is fixed. I will sing and give praise even with my glory. Awake, psaltery and harp. I myself will wake up early. I will praise thee, O Lord, among the heathen, and I will sing praises unto thee among the nations. Another scripture says, Praise you the Lord. I will praise the Lord with my whole heart. Now notice with me, in the assembly. In the assembly of the upright. Right smack dab in the middle of the congregation. We are going to praise God. We are not going to be moved by those around us. We are not going to be inhibited or insecure by those who may not be praising God. We're going to praise God and it's going to swallow up all the doubt. Swallow up all the unbelief. Praise you the Lord. Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord, that delighteth greatly in his commandments. Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord from this time forevermore. Come on. From the rising of the sun till the going down of the same. The name of the Lord is to be praised. From the beginning of the service till the end of the service, his name is worthy to be praised. Then in Psalm 134, Psalm 134 verses 1 through 3. Behold, bless ye the Lord, all ye sons of the Lord, which stand by night, which, which by night stand in the house of the Lord. Lift your hands in the sanctuary. Come on, lift them up. Lift your hands in the sanctuary. They lifted up their voice and said, Lord, thou art God. Lift up your hands in the sanctuary and bless the Lord. Verse 3, it's the Lord that made heaven and earth. It's, come on, somebody. I don't care what the evolutionists say. I don't care what Darwin says. It's the Lord who made heaven and earth. Say with me, it's the Lord. It's the Lord. Praise you the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise him, O you sons of God. Ye that stand in the house of the Lord, in the courts of the house of our God, praise him, for he's good. Sing praises unto his name, for it is pleasant. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, and his mercy endureth forever. Oh, give thanks unto the God of gods, for his mercy endureth forever. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord of lords, for his mercy endureth forever. To him that alone does great wonders, for his mercy endureth 
forever. Woo, glory. Psalm 144, verse 1 says, Blessed be the Lord my strength. He has taught our hands to war. He has given us fingers to fight. Verse 2, my goodness and my fortress, you're my high tower, my deliverer, my shield, and he and he and him I put my trust, who subdueth my people under me. Now drop down to verse 15. I want you to notice this one. Verse 15, ready, read. Go ahead. You guys go. Happy, 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 happy. Glory! We're happy. We're happy. It'll be said by some, that bunch over there at Heart of the Bay Christian Center is the happiest people I've ever seen. Now notice this. Not sad is the people that is in such a case, but happy is the people. Yea, happy is that people whose God is the Lord. How many of you know you cannot hide being happy? You can't hide being happy. We do not have a form of godliness. We do not deny the power thereof. We do not deny the joy of the Lord. We do not deny the fact that He has made us glad. Hallelujah. We're not that, that little boy who lived in a city, you know, and never had been out in the country. Never seen a mule before in his life. Never seen a mule. Maybe a picture of it. But went to some of his kinfolks with his mama out on the farm and took a trip into the barn, looked through the cracks, and there was this old mule there. Had such a sad look on his face. And the mule just kept staring at him. Kind of freaked him out. He ran back into the farmhouse and said, Mama, Mama, that old mule has the same religion as Grandma. <laughs> well, that's what religion will do. Religion will make you sad. Religion will make you look like your kinfolk just died. And maybe someone moved into your house that you didn't want to move into your house for good. <coughs> Psalm 145. He says, I'm going to extol thee, O God, and I'm going to bless thy name forever. Now notice this. Every day. Every day I'm going to bless you, and I'm going to praise your name forever. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised and his greatness is unsearchable. Now listen to this. One generation shall praise thy works to another and shall declare thy mighty acts. Every day here at Heart of the Bay, we will lift up holy hands. We're going to declare from one generation to the next the works of Jesus and the greater works. Praise you the Lord. Praise the Lord, O oh my soul. While I live, I will praise the Lord. I'm going to sing praises unto my God while I have my being. Praise you, the Lord, for it is a good thing to sing praises unto our God. For it is pleasant and it is comely. The Lord doth build up 
the Bay Area. He gathers together the outcasts in the streets. He heals the brokenhearted. He binds up their wounds. He telleth the number of the stars. He calls them by number. He calleth them all by their names. Great is the Lord. And of great power. His understanding is infinite. Hallelujah. Praise Him. Sing a new song unto the Lord. And praise Him in the congregation of His saints. Let heart of the bay rejoice in Him. Let heart of the bay rejoice in Him. For He has made us. Let all the children of God be joyful in their King. Let the saints of God be joyful in glory. Yea, let them even sing aloud upon their beds. Joyful in glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Now let's look at Psalm 150. Then I want to read you a prophecy and we're going to worship the Lord some more. Psalm 150, I want you to go there with me. And let's read it together. Ready? Read. Praise ye the Lord. Praise God in His sanctuary. Praise Him in the firmament of His power. Praise Him for His mighty acts. Praise Him according to His excellent greatness. Verse 3. Praise Him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise Him with the psaltery and harp. Verse 4. Praise Him with the timbrel and dance. Praise Him with string instruments and organs. Stop right there. The devil stole the dance from the church. He perverted dancing. You see all sorts of dancing out there in the world that the enemy took from the church and perverted it. But I'm telling you what, the saints ought to be dancing in the church. I said the saints ought to be dancing in the church. Verse 5. Praise Him upon the loud cymbals. Praise Him upon the high-sounding cymbals. Keep going. Let everything that hath breath... Yeah. Yeah. That's us. That's you. That's me. That's us. And I heard the Spirit say, prophecy from Dad Hagen, there will come further revelation along these lines as it comes line upon line and precept upon precept. And as it comes, men and women will flow with the Spirit. And there will be such a manifestation of my power and my glory and my spirit and my anointing in these days, in this decade in which you live, that it will startle men. Now many who are on the fringes of the move of God will draw back and say, Oh, that's fanaticism. No, we can't go with that. We believe in doing things in a nice, sedate manner. Never, never feel resentment toward those who criticize you. Or who may speak against you. Never allow the least bit of resentment or ill will or bad feelings, but walk on. Come on, praise on. Dance on. Shout on. Believe in miracles on. Lay hands on. Come on. Cast out devils out of. Amen. Never allow the least bit of resentment or ill will or bad feelings, but walk on. Walk in love. Walk on in power. 
Walk on in the Spirit. Walk on with the Lord, and He'll come unto thee and manifest Himself unto thee. And it is even written in the Scriptures that His coming unto us shall be as the rain. And so the Holy Ghost will fall, and the power of God will be in manifestation, and great shall be the reward thereof, and many shall be blessed, and great and good days stand just ahead. We're in those days now. These was prophesied years ago. We're living in now. We're living in revival now. We're living in days of glory now. Dad Hagen keeps saying, walk on and you shall see the glory of the Lord shall appear unto thee. But most will move with the spirit and will acknowledge there are miracles happening over there. I guess God just saw fit to have mercy on them. No, they saw fit to flow with God. They saw fit to go with God. For he is at work in the earth tonight and he indwells his body, which is the church, which is the house of God and his glory will fill that temple. And many will say, I just don't go along with those things. We have a pretty good church here. God has put his approval upon us, but yea, saith the Lord of hosts, I only put my approval upon that which lines up with my word. Get into the word. And let the Spirit open the Word unto you. Not only to mind, not only to your mind, but get the revelation of it down in your spirit. And your spirit will be more alive unto the things of God. And He, through your spirit, will be able to teach you and admonish you and will direct you. Amen. The greatest anointing is the corporate anointing. And one thing that accommodates it is pray and praise. So I want us to stand up and have some more, a little bit more praise tonight. Amen. Amen. Glory. Ha, ha, ha. Glory to God. Be joyful in the glory of God. Come on, everybody. Let's just laugh a minute. Ha. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, the devil is a liar. Liar, liar, liar. Devil on fire. Ha, ha, ha. Woo. Glory. Glory to God. That's right. That's right. Ha, ha, ha. Now, the effects of praise are presence. And when presence is there, nothing will be withheld from us. Amen. Good things happen when people praise Him. Good things happen in a good setting where the corporate anointing is flowing. Good things happen. For Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's still going about doing good. He's still about doing good. He's in this place to do good. Part of and much of the good that he did, he went about doing good and healing. And healing. Anyone, all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. But he did not go about doing good apart from the anointing. How God anointed. Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost 
and power. How God anointed James Luot with the Holy Ghost and power. He is still going about doing good and he's doing it through you. He's doing it through all of us. He's doing this it in this place. How God anointed Tony Herrera from Union City with the Holy Ghost and power. Who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, Lord, do good through us. Do good through us. Do good through me. Oh, Rabashanda. How God anointed Barry Gutfeld of Hayward. went about doing good and healing. How God anointed Heart of the Bay Christian Center. With a corporate anointing. And we shall go, and we shall go about, and we shall do good. But I will also bring in and draw people in like a magnet. So that they can experience the good corporate anointing that he's anointed us with. They're coming in. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Pray a little bit. They're coming, they're coming, they're coming. They're coming, they're coming, they're coming. Ah, ha, ha, like a magnet. The anointing. The anointing shall draw them in. Oh my. Nothing good would have happened if he hadn't gone about. If he had just received the anointing, but never did anything with it, nothing good would have happened. This anointing will propel you. This anointing will set you on fire this anointing in you and on you and all around you and among you it'll send you and you shall go about oh my you shall go about from this place you shall go about into the marketplace oh my 
Ye shall go about into the nations, into the ethnos. And so men and women and children of many ethnicities shall experience the good that is upon my people. Shall experience the anointing that is upon us. Oh, ha. Pray, guys. Pray. Just pray. Now, when it's time to go, you better get into the flow. When it's time to move, you better move. Ha, ha, ha. basata. Thank you, God, for the spirit of seeing, the spirit of knowing upon your people. We pray, Lord God, for the revelation gifts, for the word of wisdom, discerning of spirits, the word of knowledge, flowing, 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 flowing through your church, flowing through your people. Ha, ha. Thank you, Lord, for the spirit of seeing and the spirit of knowing. I will yield. I will yield. I will yield to the anointed one. I will yield to your anointing, Lord. I will. We will. We shall all yield. Not the yielding of one or two, but the yielding of many. Many, many, many. Mengala pa surrabataya. Surrabataye le monkoshe. Much, much, much. Much shall be accomplished. Much shall be wrought. Much shall be worked. Working of miracles. Flowing freely. Brasokobataya. Working of miracles. Working, 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 working. The works, the works, the works, the works, and the greater works. Oh my. Say this with me. I will yield to the anointing. The anointing will lead you. The anointing will guide you. The anointing will empower you. And give you words to say. Ha ha ha. Words to say. Not just ordinary words, but anointed words. Words that will lift. Words that will Words that will bless. Ha ha ha. And words that will encourage the discouraged. Words. As you yield to the anointing, I'll give you words. Ha ha. Pray about those words right now. Come on. Kashela brota meyene. Oh, yeah. Aha. Enemokola barade she. 
For he sent his word and healed them. I will send you with my word. And as you yield to the anointing, the anointing and glory shall be on the words. Those words will heal. Those words will lift. Those words will encourage. Oh, come on. Say with me, I will yield to the anointing. Fill my mouth with words. Words from the throne of grace. Words that will bless. Words that will lift. I will yield. The anointing is not limited to healing. Yielding to the anointing is multi, multi-faceted. Yielding to the anointing could mean that you take a $20 bill and put it in the hands of someone that God directs you to. That's the anointing. Say to me, I will yield. And then we need to take it another step further and say this. We as a church, we will yield to the anointing. Ha ha. Glory to God. We shall yield. We shall not be denied. We shall not back down. But we shall move in and move up and move forward. Ha ha ha. Thank you, Lord. Thank God for the Holy Ghost yielding to that anointing will move you from the basement to the penthouse. It'll move you from lack to abundance, yielding to the anointing. For there is an anointing available, there is power and anointing available to get wealth so that his so that his covenant may be established to a greater degree to where there's larger influence thank you lord then i had this in my spirit you can all be seated i had this in my spirit in this corporate anointing you will see the opportunity to dance in the spirit. You'll, you'll have that opportunity. Don't miss your opportunity. I believe the whole church at one time at Heart of the Bay is going to dance. Now it's, it's not by might nor by power, but it's by the Spirit of the Lord. But it is by obedience and by being yielded. That happened... In Tulsa, where 3,000 people just spontaneously danced in the Holy Ghost. And bodies were healed while they were dancing. Don't miss your dance. When it's time to run, don't miss your run. Because when the Holy Ghost gets on you, it's more than a run. 
It's more than just having fun. It's an expression. It's a yielding too. God gets right in that run with you. Hasn't he said, I'll walk in them. Amen. I'll be their God. They'll be my people. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. So say it with me. I will yield to the anointing. And we will yield to the anointed one as a church. Amen. In a few moments, we're going to be on our way. But I do want to open the altar for people that want prayer. And as we get our offerings ready, I want to remind you that we must increase because we've got a job to do. And the job that we have to do is bigger and bigger all the time. God's a giver. And he gave this whole planet to man. So that man could see increase on the planet. I could take you through some scriptures and I'm going to be spending more time, especially on Sunday morning, because I think that we have a congregation that is minutely anemic in the area of kingdom principles where it comes to finances. And that's not a, that's not a put down, that's just a fact. Anytime you have new people in, or anytime people... How many of you know that faith comes by hearing? Yeah. And so how many of you believe God with me? Amen? Yeah. And uh, so suffice it to say that God is for you. He's for you. And in the beginning, the first thing that he said to man... I mean, imagine man like a whiteboard... With nothing written on it. That was you and I in the beginning. Man was not programmed with anything because God hadn't said anything to him yet. What's the first thing he said to man? He blessed man. And he said to him, be fruitful. Multiply. Fill the earth. Subdue it. And take dominion. That's God's original plan. That spells increase to me. I want to declare over your life tonight in the name of the Lord Jesus that you will increase. You're going to increase in your influence. You're going to increase in your finances, in your peace, in your well-being, and in your strength. And say this with me. I shall increase in the anointing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We have not been born again to be in a cave and decrease. We've been born again to take this planet over and to go into all the world and preach the gospel. And there's no way that that can be done unless there's increase. Amen.